Time now for this week's quote of the week. Years ago in what I consider, well, maybe one of the better observations I've ever had, I declared that we've been living in the age of the anti-intellectual. And one of the manifestations is the degree of certainty people have when it comes to the most complex issues. The less they know, it seems like the more certain they are. I mean, there's so many examples, but we've certainly seen it with both COVID and climate change. I mean, it's astounding how many people take the current level of scientific knowledge and pretend that there is a certainty that's just not warranted. And that brings me to my quote of the week by Bertrand Russell. You know him as a British philosopher, uh, a mathematician, historian. He won the Nobel uh, Prize. In quotes, the demand for certainty is one which is natural to man, but is nevertheless an intellectual vice. So long as men are not trained to withhold judgment in the absence of evidence, they will be led astray by cocksure of prophets. And it's likely that their leaders will be either ignorant fanatics or dishonest charlatans. To endure uncertainty is difficult, but so are most of the other virtues. Time now for this week's shocking stat. Polls consistently show that one of the byproducts of this election is that the country's more divided. Well, maybe not a surprise because there's been very little effort to bridge the divides, especially the politicization of the pandemic. But there is a bigger picture with more at stake, and that is the consequences of the continued decline in confidence in government. Now, I talk about this all the time. I get that because I found it incredibly valuable when I look at big trends going on around society impacting finance and government. And I might add, understanding it gives me a big edge in forecasting. For example, that's why we forecast Trump's victory in Brexit. It underpins our long-term bullish call on stocks, while at the same time, we're worried about the bond market, that it needs daily government interference to function, or in Europe's case, there's no functioning bond market without government interference. See, if there was confidence in government, the central banks wouldn't need to be in there buying government bonds on a daily basis because the public would. Now, I could go on about that, but the fallout from the election and the pandemic is fascinating. As highly respected University of Calgary economist Jack Mintz states in the National Post, less appreciated but maybe more serious is the opening of political scars that cause voters to lose trust in government, leaders, and election integrity. The damage could be long-lasting, especially with the pandemic policies themselves having become even more politicized because of the unneeded federal election. Well, here's the thing. In a nutshell, a recent study by the National Bureau of Economic Research looked at the impact of epidemics on impressionable age voters in 142 countries during 47 epidemics. Now, I'm not going to bother going into details, but here's the bottom line. The authors estimate that that age group had roughly roughly 5% less confidence in the national government. Their confidence in leaders dropped 6% and their faith in the election integrity, 7%. Well, my point is not those specific percentage points, but it's the change in the level of trust. That's the trend. Everywhere you look, confidence in government's declining. I mean, look at the massive protests in Europe, uh, Australia vis-a-vis the pandemic restrictions. The anti-carbon tax protests in Brazil two years ago. You've got the yellow vests, what, in 2018 in France. Pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong. All of that fueled by distrust in government. And I'll tell you this, the point to note, there's a lot more to come.